Excellent. Excellent. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And we bow this morning in humble submission, confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Thank you for restoring to us the years that the locusts have eaten. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We applaud you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We glorify you. And we say thank you. Now move by your spirit. Thank you for our illustrious choir. Thank you for our youth praise dancers. Thank you for what our ears have heard, our hearts have felt. Now glorify yourself. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Lord. When you have walked with the Master and you know that you know that you know that it was He that brought you out You can't help yourself but to praise his holy and everlasting name. To our co-laborers in the gospel, to our highly esteemed guests, Dr. Stephen Ford, Dr. Barry Overton, to all of you who are present, to my lovely wife's family, to truly God is an awesome God. These, these are the moments that we need to take snapshots at so that when trials and tribulations come, we have something to hold on to. Job, Job all that Job went through, Job said, you know, I had heard about him with the hearing of my ear, but now in all this stuff I done been through, I done seen him. I done seen him. He's brought me from a mighty long way. Bless his name. 
This morning we're in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians 5, 1. And I want to move through this as quickly as possible. A plan to stand. A plan to stand. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And of course, whom the Son hath set free is free. Indeed. Contextually, Paul is attacking Judaism, a very doctrinal, deep doctrinal error that said in order to be truly saved, you had to practice the law and grace. Paul said, no, that's not true. That's a lie. That uh, Paul is systematically... Uh, dealing with the fact that liberty in the life of the believer in Jesus Christ makes us free from the powers of evil. Let me, let me, let me stop, pause, and part. That is, no weapon, no whammy, no roots, no demon no darkness. When Jesus makes you free, you're free. Indeed. And, and, and see, even if you don't believe that, you're still free because God cannot lie. Amen. Do I have a witness? Whatever, whatever's in the word that you don't believe, does not turn on you because you don't have the faith to hold it. God is faithful to his word whether we believe it or not. God God is faithful. Faithful, faithful, faithful to his word. And God and God moves by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, 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 and so we are free from the power of evil, but we're also free from the pitfalls of our experiences. Some of us have some horrible, horrific experiences. And when you get saved and Jesus becomes Lord, you're free from that. God has already moved in and, and uh, you're free from evil, you're free from your experiences, and you're free from any uh, entanglements. That's stuff the devil's trying to make you go back to. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and see, here in Galatians 5, here in Galatians 5, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I, I approach Scripture systematically. Here, here in Galatians chapter 5, uh, Paul has laid out uh, his final argument of justification by faith alone. Now, let me stop Paul's and Park. That is, we are saved by grace. Love you don't deserve. If you could deserve it, it's not grace. Can I get a witness? It's love we don't deserve. And, and, and when you look at the makeup of Ephesians, which Paul wrote, he says, for by grace, 2.8, are you saved through faith, and that faith is not yours. That's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. So, so, so when we think about the enlightening or the, the period of salvation, 
God's got to send grace to open up my eyes. God's got to send grace to open up my heart. Then God's got to send faith for me to believe his report so that I'm not doing anything to earn it. God's giving it. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so Paul's whole argument in this section is that man's will, wisdom, word, amen, uh, or work cannot make you justified before Almighty God. Paul, Paul approaches this, beginning in chapter 3, verse 1, with Pauline arguments. Now let me stop Paul's part because we, we need to pay attention. Uh, don't pull a scripture out of context and just shout about it. Can I get a witness? Learn contextually, systematically, what the Spirit is saying. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and Paul's first argument was a personal argument. That is, in chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, you don't have to turn, but Paul's personal argument was, first of all, you Galatians saw him, talking about Christ. Second of all, you received his Spirit. And then third of all, you witnessed miracles in his name. There's, 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 there's something about personal experience that we cannot deny. And all personal experience needs to be balanced with objective evidence. Do I have a witness? So you don't come up here with your pork chop dreams. That you ate a pork chop and dreamt about something. We don't want to hear that. We want to hear what God has to say. And, and, and this matter of the personal, I'm going somewhere, this personal evidence... Uh, we find, amen, later on, uh, amen, we find in the Bible, you remember the story, in John chapter 9, when a man, listen, was born blind, congenital blindness, the worst kind, you born blind. Can I get a witness? And Jesus goes to the man and says, do you want to see? Rhetorical question. The man says, yes. So Jesus uh, reaches down, grabs some mud, he spits on it, makes clay, puts it on the man's eyes, and say, now go wash down the pool of Shalom. And the man wanting to wash. And the Bible says he came away seeing. Yep. Now let me stop Paul's and Park because Jesus could have just said see. And the man started seeing. But God is always going to make us get involved. By faith. Do, you, do I have a witness? He, he's going to make us require that we do something to complete this action. Do I have a witness? And, and you know the story in John chapter 9. It's a long, lengthy chapter. I don't want you to turn there. But the man was known by everybody in the city. And the Pharisees and Sadducees, those that hated Jesus, said, A young man, uh, uh, how did you come to see? And the man said, Well, I don't know, but a, a man named Jesus um, touched my eyes and I came away seeing and, and, and the Pharisee said, well, Jesus ain't nothing but a dirty sinner who claims to be God. And the man says, well, but whether, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But this one thing, I'm preaching to somebody, this one thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. I'm going to stand up here today and say, this one thing I know. I was out in the streets. I was into fornication and pornography. I was running the streets and doing my thing. This one thing I know that this man from Galilee saved my sin-sick soul. 
You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. Somebody said he brought me from a mighty long way. Can I get a witness through many dangers, toils, and snares? Just go back in your life. And I guarantee you, every time you go back, Jesus is standing somewhere in the equation. When you was about to die, he showed up. When you was about to give up, he showed up. When you didn't know how you was going to make it, he showed up. If it had not been for the Lord, not St. Matthews, I love y'all, y'all ain't got nothing to do with this, not even Sister Gordon, not my children, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Ah. Paul gives us this personal argument and then he moves to a scriptorial argument that Abraham was saved by faith and Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him for righteousness. Do I have a witness? And then third, the logical argument that Abraham was promised something 1,500 years before Moses was born. And the promise cannot be annulled by the works. That's a logical argument. Whatever was here first has to be first. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, and so, and so the, 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 whole, the whole argument of, uh, of, of, of the Apostle Paul, it deals with the personal and then moves to the scriptorial and then uh, third moves to the logical and then fourth I'm, I'm trying to get through this. Moves, amen, uh, 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 to, the, to the historical. And, 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 and Abraham was called out of the earth at 60 years old, Genesis chapter 11, 31. And then Abraham got stuck in Haran 15 years and stayed there he was 75. And then Abraham at 86 was promised a son. Can I get a witness? But the son didn't come that he was 99. Can I get a witness? A- Amen. And when Abraham turned 100, Isaac was born, and they called him laughter because Sarah, womb that was dead, came alive. Can I get a witness? That, that, that is, if you will, the historical argument. And then, and then Paul deals with the allegory, and we went over that last week. An allegory is something with a deeper meaning. Two covenants, two sons, two wives, two mountains. And the whole argument was that when Isaac was born, it was time for Ishmael and Hagar to go. Can I get a witness? Yeah, why? Because the two covenants was a covenant of grace and a covenant of works. The two covenant was Mount, the two mountains were Mount Sinai and Mount Zion. Can I get it? The two women was Sarah and Sarah represents spirit and, and, and Hagar represents the flesh. And, and the whole practical argument was that, listen, the flesh and the spirit can't coexist. The flesh and the spirit will be in conflict. The flesh and the spirit, one's got to cast the other one out. Uh, do I have a witness? That, that is, you can't live a life for God and you're half in the world, half uh, out of the world. Can I get a witness? No, 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 no. God's going to get rid of that. You, uh, so, something's got to be cast out. 
in the name of Jesus. So Paul comes to chapter 5, and it's here in chapter 5 that he says, Stand fast, therefore. That therefore is there for a reason. It encompasses all the other previous chapters of chapter 1, grace and the gospel, chapter 2, law and grace, chapter 3 and 4, law and grace, and now he's going into the practicality of this saved life, that he says, stand fast. I love this. Histomize the Greek word, and what it means to stand is to Give adherence to what God is saying. Give, 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 give adherence. It, it's also an assurance from God that when you stand, God's got your back. Can I get a witness? It, it, it's also something's going to be accomplished as you and I, by faith, stand. Can I get a witness? God didn't ask you to try. God asked you to trust. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thine own understanding. That is, every time we try, we fail because the flesh is weak. Can I get a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, Paul begins this practical section by saying, first of all, verses 1 to 5, we are to stand in a new liberty to the law. Now, we are not law keepers. Now, now let, me, let me stop Paul's part because we did this and this some cults and isms going around that want to take you back to the law. The Bible is made up of stewardships, okonomas, the Greek word, dispensations. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. That, that is that the law was amen a conditional rule of righteousness. It was based on condition. If you do this, God will do this. You don't do this, God won't do this. But grace is unconditional. Can I get away? And that's, and that's why, and we tried to illustrate it, that's why God, in the Abrahamic covenant, chapter 15 and chapter 17, he put Abraham to sleep. And he went as a light between the animal pieces, and he made, he swore to himself, by himself, for himself, Abraham was asleep. Why did he put Abraham to sleep? Because Abraham could not be faithful to the covenant. Can I get a witness? God was saying, when I can swear with no one greater, I swear to myself. Do I have a witness? That, that is that uh, 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 the law is made up of rules and regulations, days and diets. Can I get a witness? Now, the principles of the law are in what the Holy Spirit engineers in us, but the practices of the law are no longer in place. Now, let me, let me, let me stop, pause, and part. Say, well, Leviticus chapter 11 talks about the dietary chapter. You know, and they got swine in there. I don't eat no swine. Well, I got two things to say about swine eating. You ate all them pork and beans and hot dogs, <laughs> spam, bologna, fried bologna and grits, don't get me stuck, mustard sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches, and some of y'all ain't never heard of it. And, and the reason we have mustard and mayonnaise sandwiches is because there wasn't no meat. Do I have a witness? Huh? 
got your clothes from Woolworth, all wool ain't worth. Can, can I get a witness? You don't, don't get me started up in here, Doc. Now, now you're cute. You got some brand name clothes and shoes and can I get a witness? The fact, fact of the matter is, is that if you go into the Leviticus chapter of 11, it not only talks about swine, it says you cannot eat lobster. You cannot eat, uh-oh, shrimp. Shellfish, some of y'all full of gout. You cannot eat crabs. My family loves crabs. They break that crab open. Tell me, don't eat that. That's the dead man. Can I get a witness? That, that is, if you're going to go in the chapter, cover it all. Somebody got to preach it. First Timothy 6 says, whatever you bless in the name of Jesus, you can eat it. We are free. Can I get a witness? This thing is tight. We're free. We're free. So people are going to bring these dietary chapters. They're going to bring all of these rules and regulations. Yeah, Yom Kippur and Passover. We, we know all that was fulfilled in Christ. He's our great high priest. When he died, we died. When he rose, we rose. He fulfilled the Old Testament law and the prophets. And, 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 and you remember the woman at the well. I'm not the woman at the well. You remember the woman in John chapter 8 caught in the act of adultery. Now, there's one thing to hear about an act. It's another thing to get caught in the act. They caught her in bed. Didn't they catch her? Uh-huh. And they brought her to Jesus and said, Moses said we ought to stone her. But what do you have to say? And the Bible says Jesus stooped on the ground and started writing in the, in the sand. Nobody knows what he wrote, but some speculate he was writing the names of the women they had been to bear with. Neftiri. Upsalini. So Jesus stood up and said, let him that is without this sin, specificity in the Greek, cast the first stone. And the Viagra crowd went out first. Don't listen, listen. Don't throw stones at somebody else when you live in a glass house. Because if the truth were told, the ones that want to stone you are worse than you. I'm preaching up in this place now. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, that is, Jesus said, uh, uh, woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man accused thee? And she said, listen to this, no man, Lord. Here's grace. And he said, neither do I accuse you. Now I'm going to give you some power. Go and sin no more. Do I have a witness? That, 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 that is, we, 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 we are to stand in the liberty uh, of which Christ had made us free and be not entangled again with a yoke of bondage. 
be not entangled, entangled, entangled. Mm. I struggle with fornication. I struggle with pornography. Uh, you can get quiet all you want. I ain't got no magazines at home. I struggle. Lord, if you don't move this, it won't get moved. This is part of me. I like the pleasure part. Do I have a witness? And the power of the Holy Spirit had to start working on the inside. Can I get a witness? Yeah, I, you, 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 you can't, you can't, come on now, somebody need to talk back to me. You, when, see, when Jesus comes in, something got to go out. Do I have a witness? Things I used to do, I don't do anymore. Now, it takes time. You ain't coming up the aisle and get changed overnight. But child of God, as you get into this logos, this word, this word starts to unlock the power base. Can I get a witness? Oh yeah, you may have gotten high, but I don't want to get high no more because the Lord has replaced that thing with some power. Do I have a witness? Yoke of bondage. Yoke of bondage. Yoke. A yoke is a wooden device that goes around the neck of two, a beast and a burden, and they walk together. Do I have a witness? And whatever yoke is in your life, Jesus wants to get in the yoke with you. So all you got to do is shift your weight. Lord, have mercy, and he'll catch it. Can I get See, 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 the church is full of dead, disobedient, doomed, amen, people, zombies, who God made alive again. Don't come up here, here getting cute today. Hey, would y'all Johnny Walker red and Johnny Walker black? Come on now, you can talk back to me. Can I get a witness? And your secret sins. Can we talk about secret sins? That's what you don't want nobody to know about. But God knows all about it. And all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And by the way, who made you judge? Who told you to sit up there and look at somebody else's sins? We're not fruit inspectors. When you come to church, concentrate on what's wrong with you. I was dead, but now I'm alive. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't the Lord good? Uh, Secondly, we ought to stand in a new liberty, not only to the law, but to love. Look at verses 5 and 6. Come on now, i got to get through this. He says, for we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by what? Love. God has to teach us how to love. And we don't know how to love. We think we love us, but we don't know how to love. Do I have a witness? Because God's love is different than your love. There's four types of love. There's eros. That's that erotic stuff. Can I get a witness? Uh Uh-huh. There's phileo. That's the friendship. There's the sorge. That's the mother and child. But then there's the agape. That agape love, you got to learn. That agape love is God's love. That agape love is sacrificial. That, uh, that agape love is you serving somebody else. 
and not thinking about your own agenda. It's not self-centered. Come on now, can I get a witness? It sanctifies. It looks out for the better of the other person. Uh, uh, forget about yourself and concentrate on him. And, 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 and Paul, Paul talks about this love, Lord have mercy, that God preordained before the foundation of the world. And then he, he not only talks about the love, he talks about your running. You did run well. He talks about this race. Who did hinder you? He talks about a persuasion, verse uh, 8. Paul commends them for their persuasion. He talks about your permanence and your perseverance. But he, but he, he closes this point out on power, Jesus Christ. Is the power of my life. Yeah. He's the power. He's the power. I have a mind of my own. I'm not weak-minded. You can't persuade me to do nothing I don't want to do. Amen. That's the way I was raised. Amen. Amen. Do, you, do, do I have a witness? Amen. Amen. And, see, and see, what's wrong with society today, uh, back in the 50s and 60s, you know, our homes were based on rules, not on relationships. I didn't get a kiss every time I went to school. Do I have a witness? Come on, get out the door. It's late. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. And if you, and if, and if you had a plate on the table, you knew you was loved. Isn't that right? And if you didn't like what they cooked, you just sat there. Can I get a witness? You're going to wash the dishes anyway. You're going to sit there. Uh, your mother and father weren't trying to break that next to please you. And do I have a witness? Now we overindulge these kids, we give them everything, and then we wonder what's wrong with them. What's wrong with them? In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, you got to say no sometimes. I lived in South Philly and we, we had no chimneys. So Christmas Eve, I was wondering how Santa was going to get in. So I went to, I took my little money and bought these chocolate cupcakes, a glass of milk, and I said, mine is for Santa when he comes. And my oldest brother come upstairs like this. I said, what you doing? He said, get out of here, no Santa Claus. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mine's being a man who, his kids on Christmas Eve was decorating the tree and he, Went out in the backyard with a shotgun and shot it up in the air. His kid said, Daddy, what was that? He said, Santa Claus just committed suicide. He said, ain't nothing happening tonight. <laughs> fact, fact, fact of the matter is, life is a rude awakening. And, and, and Paul is saying here, amen, that Paul explains the power in Jesus Christ. And you need some power. Amen. You need some power to live this life. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to walk right, to talk right, to be right. You need power to be transformed. You need power to change. You need power. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so he talks about standing in the liberty, the liberty against the law, standing in the liberty of love, standing in the liberty of lawlessness. Look at verse 15 and 22, uh, 21. Come on now, y'all can be with me. I, that is, we ought to stand against the conflict 
of this old nature. Now, I'm going to slow up because the church don't teach on this no more. Yeah. I, uh, my wife don't like me telling the story, but I, I, when I, when I go back, I just, I think we were 14 years old in South Philly and about four of us went up to get this job at 12th and Chestnut, a restaurant called Trios. It's still there, Trios. So we were bus boys. We were supposed to get the stuff off the table and, uh, this, this real big man, he was like six, seven, and uh, uh, he, he was like, uh, I don't know, he had some funny ways. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> and you ain't supposed to have no light voice that big. <laughs> so he came to work, and we decided we were going to take a dead rat and put it in his locker in his shoe. So we put the dead rat in his locker in the shoe. Oh, these, these are stupid teenage years. And he went up to change, and the restaurant, everybody would hear something go, <laughs> And the owner knew it was us. He said, get out of here, right? He, he running all down Chestnut Street, <laughs> And we just laughed running down Chestnut Street. Now, you say, that's a shame. Well, I was 14. I needed a laugh. So I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but fact of the matter is, now that I think back on that stuff, the, the Lord has made some changes. Can I get a witness? He, yes, he has. He has made some changes in my life. Things I used to do, I don't do anymore. Now, 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 when you look back, didn't you do some crazy things? Come on, now, y'all can get right. Didn't you do some crazy things? Say, I never did that. Well, uh, God bless you. We, uh, crazy. Young lady in South Philly was admitted to the hospital, and we all said, we're going to go up and see her. I'll never forget this. We were about 15 or 16. We went in the hospital. And uh, we went up to her bed and said, how you feel? She said, I'm fine. And one of my friends, he went into the doctor's closet, put on a doctor's coat, and got the doctor's, Lord have mercy, stethoscope. And he was going around checking patients. So he came up to this old man. The man said, hey, doc. He said, don't worry. You ain't got long to live, man. Just hang in there. And, 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 and. And, and we heard them all over the street. We ran out the hospital. I said, what kind of mess is this, right? Oh, Jesus. What, what kind of life? So, so now that I look back, I can praise the Lord for bringing me from a mighty long way. Do I have a witness? That, that is, that is, that is, that is, he's dealing with this matter of liberty against lawlessness. And look what he says. Hang in there with me. Verse 15. I'm coming in. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye not be consumed of one another. Here we go. This I say, walk in the spirit. And you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh... Lust of after the spirit and the spirit after the flesh. And these are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that ye would. Paul's argument in Romans 7. With my mind I serve the law of God in my flesh, the law of sin. Oh, wretched man that I am. If you save, you in conflict this morning. The spirit and the flesh will always be in conflict. Can I get a witness? 
One side of your mind is telling you this, the other side of your mind is telling you that, and you caught in the middle. Um, aren't we in conflict? Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and then Paul says, but if you're led of the Spirit, you're not under law, uh, keep that in your back pocket, that if the Spirit is in your life, law is out. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. The word manifest means all this stuff is at the door ready to rush in. Don't you ever think you that removed, far removed from sin. You're not. You're not. You better go home and read the book of Job. When God and Satan had a conversation in heaven, and God said, where are you going, Satan? He said, to and fro. I'm walking up and down looking for somebody that I can stumble. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? Can I get a witness? And Satan said, oh, just let me get at him. I'll make him curse you to your face. You got that hedge around him. Turn to your neighbor and say hedge. You got something around you that won't let Satan get in. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when you begin to look at this manifest adultery, fornication, uncleanness, solicitousness, stop, sexual sins. At the door are your sexual stuff. Some of y'all look at me and say, I ain't had none. I can tell. Some, 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 some of y'all got that sexual stuff at the door. Uh, verse 20, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition. That's the spiritual stuff. The word witchcraft is a rebellion. It's a defiance. Come on now. Some of y'all parked our brooms outside. Witchcraft. Always want to argue. Always want to go against. Always got something to say. Come on now. You got some spiritual stuff you don't know about. Ain't nobody telling me to do nothing. What happened to my mother ain't happening to me. I'm going to teach. We got stuff way down deep. Can I get a witness? Then we get home sword fighting with the word. Can I get a witness? And then when you run out of word, you start cussing. Can I get a witness? That, that, that is the social, the spiritual, and then the, look, 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 I'm sorry, the sexual, the, the spiritual, then the social, envies, murder, drunkenness, partying. And, 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 and Paul, Paul says, they that practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Church got everybody going to heaven. Every time somebody laid up front, you, you put them in heaven. Do I have a witness? Mommy, them two rich brothers, they were wicked, but they were rich. And one of the brothers died, and the other brother came to the pastor and said, I know you're trying to put that wing on the church. I know it costs $3 million. If you just get in the pulpit and say that, uh, uh, that, that my brother was righteous, I'll pay for the wing. And the pastor said, I can't do that. Everybody know how wicked you and your brother are? He said, well, I told you I'll pay for the wing. The pastor said, okay. So at the church, church was packed out. The man was laying out in the casket. And the pastor started preaching the eulogy. He said, this man was wicked, no good, hell bound. But compared to his brother, he was righteous. 
Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. See, the Lord is our big brother. But the fruit, verse 22 of the Spirit, here's when God gets involved. Here's when God, amen, turns our lives around. The fruit, notice the word fruit is in the singular. At one cluster, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Loving people. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Do I have a witness? I'm coming in now. He talks about components and then crucifixion. They have crucified themselves. Can I get a witness? See, child of God, there's a course you and I got to go through. There's something you and I have got to do if we're going to stand still. Can I get a witness? That, that is, amen, you got to be confident that God's got your back. Do I have a witness? It can't be based on whether you've been good or bad. It, it's based on the word of God, that God is who he said he was. Uh, do I have a witness? And child of God, we got to look at Jesus as our protector and our provider. Can I get a witness? It, it reminds me, and, and I know St. Matthew's heard this, of the little boy that came home from school and said, Daddy, uh, told, told, told his brother, I'm sorry, said, there's a boy at school, he keeps bullying me. So the older brother said, well, I want you to go knock on his door and tell him you're not taking his bullying no more. And the little boy got scared and he said, that man will kill me. He said, no, just do what I tell you to do. And the little boy went up to the bully's door, knocked on the door, and the, boy came, and the bully came to the door and said, what do you want? And he said, uh, he was trembling. He said, I'm not taking your bullying anymore. The next time you do this, and, and the bully was looking at him, but the bully seemed to be looking beyond him. And, and he said, the next time you bully me, me and you going to fight. And the little boy was nervous, and the, the man shut the door, and the little boy ran home. And the older brother said, well, how did it go? He said, I don't understand it. I said what you told me to say. And he got nervous and shut the door. And the older brother said, let me tell you what happened. While you were talking, I was standing in the street behind you as your big brother. And he looked by you and saw me. And he got scared and closed the door. And every time Satan comes at you, Jesus is standing behind you. Every time hell getting ready to break out, Jesus is standing behind you. Can I get a witness? And he tells us to stand still. He tells us to stand forth. He tells us to stand firm. He tells us to stand steadfast. I dare you to just stand. Stand. Having your loins girded with truth, stand. Can I get a witness? Take unto you the whole armor of God. And this is what you got to do. You got to be like Papa. I can't stand this no more. Can I get a witness? 
I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to stand by the spirit of God. I'm going to stand till something happens out of heaven. Can I get a witness? And he's able. In the able. He's able. In the able. He's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think to the only wise God our Savior. I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand against the devil. I'm going to stand against disillusionment. I'm going to stand against depression. I'm going to stand. Can I get a witness? I dare you to stand. 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 He's worthy. 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 To be praised. Stand. I dare you to stand. When the devil comes in like a flood, stand. When you feel like giving up, stand. When things are going topsy-turvy, stand. When you don't know what to do next, stand. But they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. Stand. And having done all, stand. I'm not moving. I'm not losing it. I'm not going back. I'm going to stand. And wait and see what the end will be. I'm going to stand on the word of God. God will clean you up. Won't he clean you up? God will turn you around. God will plant your feet on solid ground. God will put a new song in your mouth. Even praise. Do I have a witness? I'm a witness. <laughs> if you just stand. If you just stand. Be still. Be still. Be still. And know that I am God. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, if you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus is the Son of God, God the Son. He died for your sins, was buried, rose again. Just by faith, raise your hand, asking him to come into your life and save you. If you want to be saved, just put your hand in there. I see your hands. Come on up here. Come on, come on. Come on. Praise you. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. You want to be saved. You want to join the church and Christian experience. Bless you, man. Bless you, man. Bless you, man. It's all right, boy. Are y'all from North Philly? Yes. Oh, Bless you, man. Bless you, man. I hear you. Praise Jesus. Amen. Good, man. Just raise your hand. You want to be saved. You want to give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. Come on. Give your life to Christ. Come on. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. Be honest with God. He'll be honest with you. 
You'd be ashamed of him. He'll be ashamed of you. Is there one? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ? Just raise your hand. Come on. I'd love to have you. Come on. Are you, are you guys saved? Are you saved? Are you saved? Well, perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Will you come? Amen. Will you come? Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Is there another? Come on. Send them up here. Take them. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hello. There another? Praise Jesus. Be honest with God. Folk are going to hell, and they don't even know it. Hell is not because you're a bad person. Hell is rejecting Jesus. Jesus died for all your sins. You must accept him by faith. Faith alone. Is there another? I'm making one more walk up here. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. Come on. Give your life to Christ. Huh? Say, say. Love you guys, man. Say. Is there another? I don't care how old you are. Come on out of here. Come on. Praise Jesus. Is there another? Is there another? Bless the Lord. Praise his name. Praise his name. I'm going to ask that all of you, thank you, brothers. Thank you so much. It's that North Philly crowd, isn't it? that North Philly crowd, we, you know, yeah, we used to run y'all on the side, other side of City Hall. <laughs> Praise God. Come on, come on. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Love you, man. Church, say amen. Come on, this way, this way. Mother? Mother? Love you, mother. Come on. Come on. Come on, Dad. Praise Jesus. Only have you a minute. You look good. You look sharp, man. Praise Jesus. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Now, real quickly, we're on good time. It's 12.09. Yes. I want you to honor my high esteemed guest. Dr. Stephen Ford is one of the top music producers in the country. Dr. Ford, will you come out? And, and Barry Overton, come on. Dr. Ford. Love you, man. Love you, man. Come on up here. Come on up. This is Sister Garrison. She's an she's a, she's a, she's a awesome musician. And, and, and this is Ken Buckman. He's our minister of music. I want to pull you up here and let you just say something. This man, listen to me. We had, we had them all here. I mean, all the gospel singers here over the years, they, a lot of them work for him. He knows them all. He is awesome. He's known all over the country. I called his producer down in D.C. He was with Stevie Wonder and them. He knows everybody. He's come to help us with our choir. Church, say amen. Amen. Can you say something to the congregation? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is so good to be here with my extended family. I'm just Cousin Steve. And you might say, Cousin Steve, have you ever been to a family reunion and you meet some of your cousins that you haven't seen before, but you heard about them? Um, can I come over to the piano just one second? I'm going to come over to one. I want to show you. Uh, I, you've been hearing me all the time. 
I remember about maybe 30 years ago. I'm not that old. I just have a lot of mileage. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play something to let you know that you've been hearing me all the time. Yeah, the pastor preached a message, and, I, and thank you so much for inviting me and the love of the ministry here, uh, Dr. Gordon, uh, Lady Gordon, and everybody. Uh, and yeah, I am Cousin Steve. Uh, yeah, I, I want to make sure that you remember that. Yeah, you've heard me. Um, he preached from Galatians 5, and I remember uh, that I, I caught, was called into a meeting by Marvin Winans and, and uh, Ronald Winans, and at that time they were deciding to do a, a record called Ronald Winans and Friends. And one of the friends was Donnie McClurkin.
listen, listen. We've had the whinings. Uh, we, we've had, uh, wow, Tremaine Hawkins, McClurkin, all of them. He said, all of them work for me. He said, when I finish, we're going to take St. Matthews through the roof, cut CDs, and make this a hub for all gospel groups to come into this area. There's nobody but Jesus. Come on now. Give Love you, boy. Love you, man. Amen. Church, amen. Church, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for your patience. And Barry Overton, love you, man. Thank you. We go way back. Praise God. Love you all. Thank you, guys. What a mighty God we serve. Be encouraged. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Amen. They did a great, great job. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Ken. Thank the musicians. Father, bless the food that has been prepared for the nourishment of minds and bodies, for our discipleship classes, teachers, and, and our special guests. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, come Wednesday, the sun will be out. We're dealing with disclosure. We love you. And I'm so excited, I'm so excited to have this illustrious man in our presence. Won't the Lord open doors? Won't the Lord open doors? Praise the Lord. And listen, turn to your neighbor, shake their hand, and say, stand. You are dismissed. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.